It's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo. And in case you missed it, betting has now become legalized. Gambling everywhere. People are getting rich. Women are running naked in the streets. Children are on the loose. And joining us is a longtime friend of Eric Chiafalo, a friend of the show, Mr. Mario Falsetti, the owner of Falsetti Legal Services. He is our lawman, and he is here to break it all down because I am half I probably shouldn't have said that. I am not the brightest crayon in the box, and I don't really know what the hell just happened. Good God, but you all just I dropped know is the R word. We're 30 gamble. seconds in, and you're dropping the R word. You know, we're going to go bastard. back and bleep that word. As soon as it came out, I didn't feel right about it. There's that incredible I had to retract it. Mario Falsetti, you son of a bitch. I'm so happy to hear your voice. How are you, friend? I'm doing well, E. It's really good to hear your voice as well. Zach, thank you for the absolutely legendary introduction. I am a proud, proud man sitting here today. Thank you guys for having me. That's an honor. Thank you for joining us. Eric, uh, you and Mr. Mario, you you go ways back. I'm interested to hear what kind of dirt uh, Mr. Falsetti's got on Chiafalo here. Oh, he's got plenty. Um, like he's the, got plenty. Oh, I want I the dirty. I want dirt. the grimy inside the crotch region. Oh, we've gotten grimy. There's some good, yeah, I mean, we lived together for four days and, uh, you know, infested, is that a right word? Wow. Um, Yeah, it was a situation down for a shout out to Jules and uh, your cousin who was my very talented right back uh, during my high school days, or excuse me, college days, playing soccer at the University of Dayton. And uh, it was great to, how do I want to say it? Um, be up in you during those four days and learning, learning, learning about the disgusting things you're capable of. It's great to see you and hear you too. How tight or loose was it? Um, that's something that I'd like to say for off air. Okay. Uh, my attorney has yeah instructed me I should you know keep that one shut. But uh, you're a smart I'll man. I'll let you know later, Zach. Yeah, I'm you know. I'll that's let fair. You know later. It's a private discussion. So Mario is a he is a former Dayton soccer player, and before we even get to some of this gambling stuff, because Mario is a law genius, uh, business, taxes, sports, the whole nine, uh, he's going to answer all our questions in regard to this new thing that just went down. But Mario, you played soccer in college at, at the University of Dayton. Soccer players are always getting uh, you know a lot of love from the ladies, but how scale of one to ten? How good looking are the girls in Dayton, Ohio? Because we're a bunch of Texas boys. The girls in Texas are freaking fire, man. Well, this is a good point, and I'm familiar with Texas, and your analysis holds true. However, I also would say that Dayton is a good melting pot of all types of good areas from the United States. So um, things were well, and Dayton is a great place. Uh, hopefully you can bestow upon it uh, your locks at some point because I think when you have you know hair as good as yours, it might be something that would be uh, beneficial for you in any city, including Dayton, Ohio. Wow, that's a fair point by you. And uh, does have nice hair. Thank you, thank you, uh, Walchuk. Uh, the now the butt chugging though at Dayton, I hear is just insane. Really? That's exactly not true. Um, wow. Oh, well, I was going to be. I was going to make a trip if it were true. So now I'm a little upset. Poor sources. I'm a butt chugging connoisseur. The regular is. chugging is something that is. You know, Sunoco is a place that goes through many a beers. A St. Patrick's Day tradition of uh, trying to replicate, uh, how do I want to describe it, maybe a Syria situation. Um, 
at all times during the St. Patrick Hour, worshiping <laughs> the wonderful man and saint that gave us that day. Wait, what? Dayton was a great Sweetheart. place. We had a lot of chugging Serious? in all regards. Butt chugging was kind of limited to a little bit, but regular chugging, huge positive. Yeah. Dude, what just happened? Like, what even... Uh, gambling is legalized, but what is really going on here? Can you... I need, like, the dumbed-down version, um, because, really, I can't even wrap my brain around what has truly happened, because from my perspective here, if people wanted to gamble, there's sites like Bavada and online ways to do it, so now you can... I mean, what's happening? Is everybody getting casinos, or what's the deal? It's a great first question. Let me dumb it down first nerdily, and we'll end the nerding there. The 10th Amendment doesn't allow the government to tell the states what to do, and the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, decided that they were telling the states what to do by saying you can't allow gambling other than in Nevada. So that is no longer the law, and the states now have the right to do it themselves. So you're right. There is going to be gambling galore. There is going to be some crazy things. There's all kinds of hypotheticals that will be discussed and scenarios that can be analyzed as to goods, pros and cons. And uh, it's going to be a frenzy, my friend. It's going to be a frenzy. We are going to start in brick and mortar, it sounds like, uh, to answer your question directly. Going into a casino, New Jersey, you know, Fatso Christie, our boy, uh, he was the one that was behind this. So New Jersey has said three weeks, uh, hoping for three weeks, and you can walk into a New Jersey casino and place a bet on I've heard rumors of ball or strike in baseball. Um, interest to you guys, or would you rather see something else? I mean, where are you placing your first bets at? See, and that's where my questions were coming from. I want to I want to walk right up into my stadium. I want to show up week one Cowboys game at AT&T Stadium and place a bet right as I walk into the concourse. Can I do that? Zero percent chance that it goes to Texas that quickly for football season. However, if you wanted to do that in New Jersey, it would be accomplished at a casino not at the stadium itself. I think that the owners would like to get there. Um, you know, the best rumor flying around is that of Dallas Mavericks owner, Mr. Cuban himself, who said that owners of the big four, MLB, NLH, or NHL, excuse me. Um, Edibles. NBA, yeah. And uh, the NFL, of course. Of those big four, owners would probably see double value. Uh, and what was that we saw, what was that, two years ago? Uh, Mr. Microsoft VP that bought the um, bought the uh, bought the Clippers for two billion. Yeah. So I mean, how much are these? Uh, what do you guys? Uh, I mean, how much you got in your pockets? Like, where are your savings accounts at so that we can buy you know one of these three four billion dollar teams? What are you thinking? Well, I- I'm curious to know. You mentioned you mentioned Texas. Are they going to be like one of the? Uh, are we going to be one of the last states to come around on this whole deal? Just like the cannabis. Um, I would. That's an interesting point. We can talk about the cannabis. Uh, I don't. Say, I want to say that Texas is going to be last, uh, but I think that there's other states that have been waiting. So bear with me for a second. There's a couple of states, including Pennsylvania, that while this was going on for six years in the courts and they were trying to decide if the Supreme Court will take it and yada, yada, all the boring legal stuff, a couple of states enacted some laws, quote, getting it ready, so that when and if this ruling was as is, they could immediately enact those and start making money off of it. Texas is not going to be one of those quick to quick to offer. You had said walk into the stadium, which implies that when's the first game? Uh, end of August, let's call it. 
there's no chance it's going to be in Texas, I would say, by then. But maybe you guys proved me wrong. That would be awesome. I, I would love for it to be in Texas. And we have Mario Falsetti of Falsetti Legal Services. Uh, and that's out of Wisconsin, right, uh, Mario? Oh, yeah. Out of, here out of Milwaukee. Glad oh, to yeah. Me on, guys. Oh, up here. All right, you know. so here's my concern with all this. I, I, betting, cool. It's fun. I'm into it. I think everybody is. Everybody likes to gamble, get a little risque. But will the sport themselves now possibly have any issues with tampering tampering of the sport here all right like what if uh this gambling starts to trickle over and we get some games rigged like a similar situation with the des caught it play up in green bay in 2014 where the cowboys were robbed a game i mean are the officials going to get involved here what, what are we looking at it's a great question it's a semi-loaded question um i'll leave my packers out of it for at least a second but yeah, there's all, all kinds of scenarios that I think could lead to some of the bad negative press that we've seen. The Black Sox situation was what, the 1919 rigged, uh, the White Sox hated their manager and rigged the, the World Series for the Reds. Uh, that was, that blew up. Um, we saw Tim Donahue in the NBA rig a couple of games in 2017 for the over and receive about 35 Gs. The NBA Finals uh, in 2006. Games. NBA Finals in 2006. Oh, bleep you, Wolchuk! Yep, exactly. Bringing it up, baby. Bringing it up, E. Uh, Dwayne Wade's couple of ghost calls there, but it's all right. Thank you. Um, Thank you. It is all right. Gosh, I love uh, the Greek freak. The Greek freak. Thank love you. me some Giannis. <laughs> Shout out to Giannis, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, play with me along this scenario. Dan Gilbert, owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, correct? Danny G. Dan Gilbert. Also the controlling interest owner of the Jack Entertainment. The Jack is a casino in the United States, specifically in four states that would have this law in their state saying that you could gamble. So let's say that there's $75,000 on the over. That man owns the team. Is he going to tell LeBron that we're not scoring more than the over and putting $750,000 in double dipping? That is certainly a conflict of interest. Damn. Now, so, would say. Okay, so are the leagues now coming out? Because I saw a lot of statements by all four of the big ones, and they talked about parameters, uh, maybe trying to get some rules in place. Now, like a conflict of issue uh, of interest such as that with an owner of a team and an owner of a casino, do you think that they, I mean, are we something that we can get developed here where they've got to write off their ownership of the casino if they want to continue to own the NFL team? Like that can't. I don't know. To me, that can't work. That can't coexist because there'll always be that question. Yeah, you're hitting it right on the head, my friend. Uh, the integrity of the sport is definitely being questioned. I think if you go to the NFL statement, I challenge you to see how many times integrity is used. I think the word is used at least four times. It's something that they are, especially the big four, very, very concerned about because that scenario we just played out with Dan, those conflicts of interest, the Negative tallies on the side of yay, gambling is now legal in the states that want to make it gam- or want to make gambling legal. Uh, there's some there's some red flags to say the least, and you're hitting on some good ones. I would like to see Congress kind of iron out a nice new law that is more less restrictive and more a framework for how they can build some success on maintaining the integrity of the sport, making sure the owners stay rich because obviously that's the most important thing. Trying to figure out how Chris Christie continues to order nachos at ball games, even though he's the size of a truck. 
Um, fourth, uh, you know, just those things kind of wrapped up. We want to make sure that the integrity of the sport is always going to be something that's maintained. Those guys are going to try and push Congress to make a law that the states that legalize it will make sure that it's run in a way that allows for that integrity to continue. Mario Falsetti of Falsetti Legal Services joining us in the bedroom right now. Mario, are you wearing pants? Uh, I have no pants on in honor of Zach. Uh, I know the rules, and I play by them. Gosh, my guy. That man. is my guy. You get the freaking show, and Woo! that's why we love you, Mario. My goodness. Yep. Okay, good. So oh, that well. means three dudes, no pants, and uh question comes to mind here. Uh, how much are the leagues going to profit from this? I know that Goodell, I know that Adam Silver, the NBA, they, these guys are trying to figure out a way for the leagues to get some sort of percentage off this. How likely is that, and how big of a percentage could these leagues be getting? It's a really good question. I The rumors on the street is that uh, Silver is way ahead of everybody else, and so is the MLB. Those two are the most ahead of hiring lobbying firms at high dollar amounts and going into state legislators state legislatures and saying either a for an integrity fee for a rule maintenance fee for ensuring that we have the best rest in the world and high viewers and blah 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 you should give us one percent of the earnings of what you make from sports betting and then those state legislators are going to mull it over and decide either oh yeah sure Minnesota is going to decide to give 1.5% of its earnings back to the NFL. Yay. Congratulations. Adam Silver has been kind of the, I guess, the forefront leader of the big four that has been kind of making that press to, to see how they can accomplish getting paid, just like the states are about to get paid uh, as we see this change in the law uh, with Murph VV, uh, the NCAA. So this seems like a thing that everybody's happy about. There's it seems like there's no losing sides, but there's got to be some some group, some entity that doesn't like this ruling. Who hates this ruling the most? Who hates it? Uh, gamers Anonymous or Gamblers Anonymous. Uh, people that have real problems. Uh, societal contracts, right? I mean, there's real people that have problems here. Are you going to quit your job right now and go be a professional gambler? Yeah. The answer for me is yes. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, I feel uh, better about here. myself now. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean, that's that's the real world con, right? I mean, there's people that have real problems out there, and we're fueling that. But I also am a believer in uh, Will Kane always puts it best, in my opinion, on uh, consenting adults. You uh, Just because that's out there doesn't and it's legal doesn't mean that you have to abuse it. So uh, I think it's a healthy balance on that con. Um, and then the integrity of sports is, I think, what's, the highest uh, bidder on the con side of, well, shit, are these things going to, you know, are these games going to be fixed? Are they going to be rigged? Are there going to be point shavings? You know, is LeBron James going to get 50 grand for not scoring 30 points in a game? And the Jack Casino going to get $500,000 on a Gilbert win? I don't know. Are Probably we going to start caring about like dog racing and stuff again now? I don't know. That's what the hope is, but. Let's play the. Let's put the uh, you know a hat on of an an NFL owner. That drives your revenue, right? Number one is views, and number two is seats, right? So if gambling's legal and it's going to put more back into the NFL, uh, I think both of those revenue streams are definitely accomplished with this law change. How much of a change do I you mean, see? I mean, compared to now, how much of a growth do you see just from the gambling interest alone? Is it really going to be that substantial? 
Not terribly. It depends on what the states enact. So going through the boring example of Nevada, they don't do a whole ton because they would rather see people come to their states and do it. They tax on the GGR, which is the gross revenue, essentially, which is what you pay out and then what the bet, or excuse me, what the bets were and what they actually paid out. So for Nevada, they only tax that at 6.75%. So, you know, if it's a $4 billion industry, we're only looking at about $20 million of tax. That's not a lot. It's better than nothing. Pennsylvania just came out and said that they are going to tax at 34%. So, great. How long does that add up? You know, let's look at the market analysis of that. A 34% there or 6% Nevada, I'm going to go to Nevada with my friends and place bets there. All right, so I know you're a Packers fan living in Milwaukee right now. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out to the Packers, man, and, and and Aaron Rodgers. He's dating old Danica Patrick now, man. She's uh, tiny, man. What's the deal? He's racing. He's racing. Um, he's racing. He's feeling. He's feeling hot and ready to win a Super Bowl, which is, I think, uh, right around the corner. As in, like, we'll see maybe one next season. That's that's a bold prediction, but. I'm liking the way that things went in the draft, and I'm thinking a motivated Aaron is coming hot um, out of the socket. And we got a tough schedule, but I, I, I like where we're at. I think things will be good. It's tough losing Jordy, boys. It's, I mean, that's my guy. Yeah. Uh, he's he's done a lot for the green and gold, but uh, and for the white. You know, that's yeah, ex- yeah. I can see that, it. I yeah, can see it too. Um, there's there's uh, there's a lot of potential. I think I'm excited for my Packers. Do you still have that Rogers fathead uh, on the ceiling above your bed, or did you end up moving that, or what? No, no, that's still there. Don't worry. It's also I got a replica at my office too. Oh, nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. You don't really want to spend too much time away from that, so that makes plenty of sense. For as good as like Aaron Rodgers is, for him to have one Super Bowl at this point in his career, and if he were to retire with just that one. How big of a disappointment would that be? Huge. As a Packer fan and Packer owner, um, I would say that that would be a huge disappointment to take somebody of his talent and not be able to produce anything more than one. These days, one is not enough. I would like to see at least three or four. Those bars have been set by Eli Manning, has two, I believe. I believe Roethlisberger, he's, He's raped his way into two. Yeah, he sure has. He's a dirty man. Um, And, uh, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, it's not acceptable to be at one. You have to be at least above one. Um, And someone of his talent, he should be, I think, more in the three range. Mario Falsetti of Falsetti Legal Services joining us here on the Nosebleed Seats podcast. All right, Mario, so uh, as an owner of the Packers, when, when are we getting Nosebleed Seats to Lambeau? Like, how can we arrange that? to uh, come check out Lambeau Field. It's always kind of been a dream of mine. That's some good news, my friend. Um, Zach, we'll very, 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 very much be able to accomplish that this season. I think you should pick a game and come on up. My only quell with that scenario is, would you bring your golf clubs so that we could take advantage of also playing like whistling straights or doing a Kohler outing? Um, and doing something that is on the way to Green Bay. I'll tell you what, I'll bring them, uh, but, man, I'm going to have to get some practice in because I can barely hit this baby in the air. Well, that's okay. That's I'm what, so uh, bad. Wisconsin's here for We would love to get you to Lambeau. It's, uh, it's a tight ticket, but it's a lot of fun. It's about a three-hour drive from Milwaukee to Green Bay. 
and you get up to Green Bay, it's a it's a hardworking manufacturing town, great city in Wisconsin, and Lambeau is king. It, it is the best there, and uh, we're lucky to go there and call that home. But we got uh, we got to bring something home, boys. We got to bring home a title. Um, so I don't know. Amen to that, Mario. Mario, who who tastes better? Was it Favre or Rogers? Right now, it's it's definitely probably definitely Aaron. I yeah, can't answer yeah. Brett. Really tastes no better. Way. No, I figured. Hey. I, he, he he's a Cali boy. Cali tastes better than Mississippi, fresh. especially downstairs. Hang loose, my friend. Hang loose. Oh, he's hanging loose, all right. And, and honestly, Danica versus Olivia Munn. I mean. What's the what's the tale to take here? It's a little bit weird. I'm more of an Olivia Munn fan, but um, he's more in the open with uh, Danica, so we'll see if that's a good thing. Maybe if the limelight's on him, he'll really know that pressure's on, and that might equal a Super Bowl. Walchick and I sort of went back and forth with the uh, with the the quarterbacks that were getting drafted, the, the top quarterbacks in this year's draft. We felt like Mason Rudolph was the sexiest, but. Uh, we've had a couple of people slide in the Josh Rosen factor, a little Sam Sam Darnold. Now, Rosen's, I think he's, Rosen's not in. I think Darnold's a little fat, but what do you, what did you think? Did you think Rudolph was <laughs> I mean, the sexiest Mike quarterback White, in the Mike draft? Mike White or? is an under the radar sexy. Oh, you're going Mike White under the radar? Under the radar. Mike? Oh, interesting. I, I don't know who my pick would be. I'm thinking that I'm just going to stay in Houston and say that Jair Alexander was my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I have to? The, the newest Packer. That guy is a badass. I'm telling you. Have you looked at his Twitter? No. Um, no. Just his Instagram. Intense? His Twitter is a great time. Throughout the draft process, he would go ahead and tweet out gifs of his tape and basically <laughs> critique it as if he were a draft analyst. And he would just say, of it. course, nothing but positive things. But it would it was just kind of a hilarious bit that he was doing on Twitter. I think he's going to be an outstanding player. I hope so, too. He's got a lot of potential. Let me ask you a question. I mean, we drafted two top-notch CBs back-to-back, one from Iowa, run from Louisville, as you know. I mean, what do you do? Do you, do you start one of them? Do you pair them against each other? You guys are the experts. Tell me. Well, I, training camp's going to kind of tell the story there. Whoever I can't remember the name of the guy they drafted last year um, who, who came in with the injury, the corner there, but I, they don't seem to be Kevin too King high on from him. Washington. Oh, yeah, King. King, yep. Did he? He struggled this year, didn't he? But Dez or? ate him up. Yeah, De- well, and that's yep. Dez is eating you up. I, I would, Dez I would think that Alexander to me was the better corner of the two that they drafted. Yeah, you know, I agree. I like that Iowa kid though, Josh Jackson. Yeah. as well, he's a physical guy. Now the Packers have shown a tendency to move corners to safeties, kind of move guys around. Yep. They they kind of played with that with Randall and with Quentin Rollins, and then they traded Randall, which was surprising to me. Uh, you know what? I think both of them might end up just starting. Uh, the Cowboys did it. With that youth movement going with Cheeto and Jordan Lewis, plus you had Xavier Woods mixed in there, I think the Packers committed to a similar strategy of just we're going young back there, and I think it'll pay off by the end of the year, especially if they're able to make a playoff run. The question to me is, I mean, has has this offensive line really ever truly been good enough to protect Aaron Rodgers? I mean, the dude is unbelievable with his ability to move around but that line has always been a little overrated because of how good he is. I've never thought they've really been that good. Well, Tech, you're making some great points. We have some individual players that are all right, but I ain't good enough. And like you said, two seasons have been completely interrupted, if not ruined, one would say, as they did not end in Super Bowls due to their lacking. So um, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is necessarily brittle. 
uh, that hit against Minnesota, I mean, he took that like a man. I, I, I think that that was a fair collarbone break. I also thought it was a fine hit. I wasn't upset about it. This is football. Like, let's be men about it. Um, and uh, it, it's tough. I, I think that they could do a little bit better in the GM's office to get him whatever they need to pay somebody to protect him. But I, I got to have faith in what's going on, and hopefully uh, this new, newly formed uh, – you know, adding uh, Mr. Graham will will be the right recipe to add to some success. I know you miss your board, uh, Jordy, but what would you make? Uh, would you be Would you be on board with a Des Bryant signing? Because uh, Jason Witten came out the other day and said that he thinks it's going to be Green Bay that ends up with Des. How would you feel about that? Welcome with open arms. Come on in, Des. Come on in. One man's trash, another man's treasure. He's always sure. been treasure, Eric. He's always been treasure. Yeah, Walt How would Chuck's you guys feel about him being a Packer? Oh, I would hate it, but you know what? Um, I'd kind of like him to go out there and have tremendous success with Aaron Rodgers. You know, I want success years. for Dez. Uh, I just do fear that that would probably come yet again at the cost of the Cowboys. You're probably right. Um, but I like a lot that the Cowboys have to offer. Uh, however, adding Dez would be a nice thing, and I think uh, in his latter years, his uh, ability to run routes is, and be fast is not his expertise. His ability to catch balls and get yards is what uh, he does best, and I think he could come do both of those things very successfully with Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. I think he should go to the Saints. I think that's actually where he's going to end. Saints pulled out. Oh, the, oh the, really? They pulled out. Wow, yeah. that makes one of us. No idea. Saints pulled out. I'm, I'm, I'm still hoping for the 49ers, dude. I want to see him in Jimmy G. I think they could use a Des Bryant. They got a lot of quick dudes with Garcon and Goodwin. I think that would be a really good spot for a really good young 49er squad. Mm. A good point. Well, um, my gosh, Mario, I just love you, man. Hey, yeah, Mario, this has been fun, too. bud. Thank you so much for joining us. We uh, really now. Here, here's the thing. Here's, here's the stamina, thing. though. Do, uh, do you know who Doctor John Michaels is? Oh yeah, good question. No, should I? He's a former Green Bay Packer. I think wasn't he the Walchuk? Wasn't he the starting left tackle for the uh, Super Bowl champion? He was Packers? as a rookie. He had to 96. step in, in the starting role. Yeah, big seventy six. First round pick for you guys. He actually lives in Dallas now, and he's a physician. Uh, we brought him on the show sometime last year, and he is the official physician of the Nosebleed Seats podcast. And I was thinking we could probably use the uh, an official lawman. Of the of the Nosebleed Seats podcast, and I want to extend. Walchuk and I both want to extend that offer to you, Mario. Are you willing to be the official lawman of the Nosebleed Seats podcast? To say yes is just I'm fighting back the tears, boys. It's an honor. I'd absolutely accept and would love to be the. I would love to be the lawman. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! We could have used you for Zeke last year, man. I wish we had you. That's okay. We'll get there. We're going to fight through this and have a lot of success going forward, my friend. Let's get rich together, man. We love you, Mario. We will be in touch. We will bring you on. We got a lot more to discuss. Thank you for uh, bringing the knowledge, man, because we had no idea what the bleep just went down, and now we feel good about it. Walchuk, you feel good about it? Much smarter than I did 30 minutes ago. Mario, we'll be in touch, baby. We love you. Love you guys, too. Nosebleeds all the way. Thank you, boys. Hugs and hand pounds, Mario. We love you, man. We appreciate you. Hang loose.
from Falsetti Legal Services. And he's the owner. He's the number one dude over at Falsetti Services. So if you're in the Milwaukee area, you get into some legal trouble, that's the dude to hit up right there. Big fan of the show. Big friend of the show now. And, uh, man, I I do feel a little bit more knowledgeable. I actually had more intelligent questions than I was expecting. Yeah, you sounded... uh Sounded smarter than I ever thought you would have. Make it um, till you make it, baby. Man, you were, I know you were Googling those questions or I don't know. They, they, I, they, there's no way they came from, from your head, but they came out of your mouth. And hey, I'm proud of you, man. With I'm the length of, of the questions, dude, they came straight out of the mouth. Yeah, you brought some girth with those questions. Big man. time thickness. Yeah, Mario's the man. Mario Falsetti. Again, he is at uh, Falsetti. Legal services. Legal services. So thank you, Mario, and uh, I hope hopefully we're all smarter, uh, you know, from having heard him because I, I really didn't know much about this whole gambling thing. I, I want to get into it a little bit uh, and hopefully become a degenerate. So uh, let's do this thing together. Man, let's do it. Let's get it together, dude. Let's get on each other. Well, what do we got coming up for, uh, what do we got, a biggest L, biggest dub around the corner for our people? Yeah, man, I think it's time for some Biggest L, Biggest Dub 